So, Joanne, you were so worried about me this morning. You text me 75 million times. Well, I don't mean to... No shade on you, mm-hmm. mer, mer, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. would we call punctuality here? <laughs> would we? Would we use that word? So, because we're recording early today... Well, in fairness now, the reason we're recording early is because I had to cancel on Monday because I had a, I had a big one on Sunday because I got overexcited <laughs> that everything was open. <laughs> uh, the openness, I got overexcited and went bananas. But you thought my rollover, you thought my rollover. No, I just thought you slept in. <laughs> so what, I know, didn't you get fired from Phantom for not turning up? What's the message? <laughs> that is my worst. That you're not going to turn up and then I've paid £6,000 to get a taxi into town and you're fucking snoring away with your housemate. Hello, welcome to Let's Solve Nothing. My name, it's Maureen O'Connell. And I'm Joanne McNally. And this is the podcast where we take a problematic topic and try to solve it. Going to be honest, bit of a spoiler. We never normally do. In fact, we probably make it worse. What are we not solving today, Joanne? Today, Maureen, let's solve presents. Time of year, Christmas, Mm. presents for everybody. People. How many people are you buying presents for? Fuck all. Like, we've really just kind of, like, I'm not a big present person. In fact, I'm a, I was actually thinking about this. I was like, I'm kind of, if I, I have to contact all my married friends now and be like, who do I owe a present? Like, it took me, it took me I think it was seven years before I bought my brother a wedding present. That's, and it's meant to be just a year, isn't seven. it? Seven. And then the longer it goes on, the bigger the present has to be because you need to make up for the fact that you haven't got them anything in seven years. Like, their kids were walking. Like, it was, yeah, it was really embarrassing. But I was like, do you know what? At the time, I wasn't really working. And also, I'm like, I'm probably, what if I don't get married? Where are my fucking present? Well, this is the issue about presents for all of these things. But when it comes to Christmas... Oh, yeah, yeah, Christmas. It's it's gone a bit bonkers, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Now it's all about experiences. Mm. (laughs) That's what what I am a big fan of. I like an experience. Right. Yeah, so like a dinner out or a spa or like a massage, something like that. I'm sick of... The house is full of shite. Like, I don't need any more trinkets. Yeah, it's nice, but those experiences, they cost a lot of money. Like if you're sending someone for a dinner, bye bye 80 quid. Oh yeah, no, I'd be like 30 quid, pay the rest yourself. Okay, grant. Something. Get a starter and a glass of Chardonnay, get out. <laughs> and that's as much as you are Happy worth. Happy Christmas from your Auntie Joanne. <laughs> that's as much as you're worth to me. But like, it's the, so I have two nephews and like the guilt, so Christmas I've been I've been informed is not about me anymore. Mm-hmm. Which as a, as a woman with no children, like I, I was kind of hanging on to the whole Christmas thing for a while. But now there's these two children in our lives and it's all about them. And my mum has this advent calendar and um, it's a lint one and I wanted to bang it open on the 25th of November. And she was like, we can't. The boys got me that like, we, you know, Christmas is about the boys. The boys want to be here when I open the first door. And I'm like, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, come on. Could you not just have gone to the shop and gotten yourself some That's chocolate? not the point. That's like when you say to your mum, I'm hungry, I want a bar. She's like, have an apple. That's not, that's not a correct response. Anyway, it's all about the kids now. But one year, like when we're talking about bad presents and good presents, one year my mum, now in fairness, she's a great granny and she's mad about those kids, like, like mad about them. She hid, she hid, she got the metal detectors for Christmas. Right. Okay. And then hid coins around the sitting room <gasps> where we were all sitting for the day. <laughs> First of all, I... like it was such a melt, and we were just trying to have a prosecco and all. And the kids are going mad, like putting the thing, running the thing up the walls and everything, like. 
<laughs> I love the effort she put in, but at the same time, I'm very much feeling <laughs> it's Christmas Day. I had my first drink at 11 exactly. in the morning. I'm not moving. I'm exactly. not moving. And I was like, do those things not go on mute or something? And they were like, well, no. How could they go on mute? You wouldn't know where the money is. Anyway, are you a big present person? What's your vibe? I throw money at every single problem that I can think of. Even I don't, I don't have an awful lot of money. Mm. But some of the stats from last year, so 2019, about how much we were spending on Christmas. Yeah. Five billion are the stats for Irish people spending on Christmas last year. That's 2,800 per Household. Yeah, but if you took the booze out of that, it'd probably be about three grand. Yeah, but what I was looking up with the, in the statistics office, it was saying this was presents, this was gifts, this is what we were all giving. So 2,800, I'm a single household, so obviously I wasn't spending that much. But if you're talking about enough, 2,800, that's higher than what we were spending in the Celtic Tiger. Where the hell are we getting the money for 2,800 at Christmas? Where the hell are we getting that many mates? Like, you know, in January, when you're like, I have to eat peas. Yeah. For 25 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we lose the absolute run of ourselves. Mm. But it is trying to lay down structures because it is all about the kids. It's all about the kids. <sighs> yeah, I know your mother. When it's she, sad. It's sad. When the youngest is abandoned, it gets a bit, excuse me, I don't care how old I am. I know. I'm still the youngest. Like and I've my. Been treated especially. My brother had an epo because my mum said when she said she didn't want to do the stockings anymore because they were too expensive he was married at the time he wasn't even living at home he was a grown man in his 40s and mum was like look I'm not going to do the stocking anymore he's like what what yeah he went mental but I saw sorry someone, buy your own Terry's chocolate orange I saw someone online the other day and they were like I'm just picking up a few stocking fillers they were like candles for yeah. 30 quid that's iPads. not a stocking filler that's, yeah. a, that's a present what are you doing buying that for 30 quid it's not a stocking filler do you know, um, this is how I know I'm getting old. Well, I know, obviously, because it's in my face and in my mind. But also, I remember when I was younger and like what you bought, like I remember when you don't know how to buy for adults. Like I bought mm. my dad a sellotape dispenser <laughs> one year and he, he just had a stroke. He was really unwell. Like I could have branched out and got something like something a bit emotional. A fucking sellotape dispenser. Now, in my defence, it's still in the house. He's not, but the sellotape dispenser is still in the house. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that? That sucks. Um... Then for your mum, like smelly shit, candles, potpourri in the early no- 90s. Oh, big. But now I would wet myself to get a triple wick Joe Malone candle as a present. They're about six grand. They're crazy expensive. Crazy but expensive. Joanne, every time you look at that sellotape dispenser and take off a little piece, you're like, this is for you, Dad. <laughs> this is for you, Dad. Wrapping presents wrap. every Christmas. Just a reminder he's not here. It's so depressing. I've gotten to the stage where I'm not using... Uh, Christmas ra- I don't use wrapping paper because an awful lot of it can't be recycled so oh God you're one of those I know I'm one of those so everyone gets a present wrapped in newspaper yeah that's good yeah I have been saving newspapers for so long because the news has been so bad this year hmm. that it's just death tolls <laughs> and I, I can't I can't wrap with the death toll on a particular day so I'm just trying to find good news a man in a hazmat suit wheeling out a body from a hospital happy Christmas from Wearmore have a lovely pyjamas this is how many people died on the 25th of September that is so funny it's, so, it's proving quite difficult just use the metro that's always full of shit oh we don't have the metro we don't anymore do we not it's Gone. It's Sorry, gone. Yeah. London life. It's even is it not gone in London as well? No. They still no, have it's a physical paper. Flap it around the subway. Or not the subway, what's it called? The oh, tube. Alright, American. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I was looking up, right? The ri- origin of Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Do you know where where do you do you know where it started? Do you know where they came from? Uh I'm gonna go it wasn't Santa. 
no, isn't it a pagan, a pagan thing that was then wrapped up into Christianity because of the, the three wise men? All right, whiz kit. Am I being an asshole because I knew what the answer was? Well, no, I, I don't. Hate, I hate pretending I don't know what the answer is. It didn't mention paganism. Now, the website I got it off was some, I think it was for children to understand Christmas, which is where I went because I was really hungover. Indoctrination. So it was the um, gold, frankincense, myrrh, blah, 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 right? So gold is something to do with whatever, frankincense is whatever. But myrrh, imagine giving this to a baby. Go on. No, this is me suggesting that the Jesus thing actually happened, which I don't know why I'm suggesting that happened. Anyway, uh, myrrh is, the, is, the, is a perfume you put on dead bodies to stop them smelling. So basically, myrrh is the original Lynx Africa and was the original festive <laughs> fragrance. And that's why we now give deodorant. That's why we're so proud. That's why you're going to get a sure deodorant gift pack from me for Christmas. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. It's also pretty dark. Listen, we don't know if your baby's going to make it. Yeah. So we're just going to get you this in case yeah. it doesn't happen. Three wise men, pretty dark. Well, what they what they're saying is that it was to say you're you're going to die, <laughs> like you're going to be sacrificed basically for God. Blah blah blah. Whatever happened with all that. Whatever happened. With whatever that. happened with all that. The whole thing for Christmas. Oh, religious. Then. So with the Joanne McNally, thank yeah. you for telling me about the Shore set. Have you done Chris Crin- Kringle? Chris Kindle. Chris Kindle? Yeah. yeah. I think Chris Kringle is like That's very American. Berlin. Right. Yeah. So Chris Kindle before. Have you done it with mates around a dinner yeah. table? It racks my head. You're like, uh, like I'm, I kind of feel, look, if I'm going to get a present, I'd like to get a decent one. So like, I don't want some tat out of the pain shop for a tenner. I'm not about the thought. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I want something. I'm like, oh, just give me the tenner and I'll put it towards a Joe Malone trip with a candle of my own. <laughs> You know you wouldn't. You don't just buy me it. like a corkscrew opener with a naked woman on the top, or like Bart Simpson a uh, beer mat. I don't want any of that shit. We were sitting around uh, at ta- our friend's table, Sarah. She was having our Christmas dinner one year, and we were going to do our Christmas presents, our Chris Kindle. And one of the girls, Vu, says, "Oh, isn't it the worst? You know when people give you the gift set of shower gels, like." They literally, oh no. they don't give a shit about you. They've put no thought into it. They've gone into boots and gone, that'll do. Who am I giving it to? Who cares? I don't like them anyway. She opens up her present. What is it? <laughs> Shower gel set. But like, I she think I'm sitting beside the person who gave it to her. What are you going to get people like that? Like, come on. Do you know what I mean? I would always just get them a tiny bottle of wine. Get them a tiny bottle of, like if you're only spending a tenner on something, I agree with you. Do not go into deals and get some tat. Yeah. There is no point in it. Yeah. Give them the tenner. Give them a scratch card. Yeah. Joanne, can you give people scratch cards? I think I've given, I think I've given scratch, but that's, you get scratch cards when you've had loads of pre-drinks on the way to someone's 21st birthday Mm. party and you run into Londis and buy, like no one's like, oh, I think we're in love a scratch card this year. Yeah, but do you think no one's what? ever won anything. They're conspiracy theories. Sometimes in my head, I'm like, what if they win 50 grand? And I've just given that away. Yeah. I know. But then it's actually not your money because you would never have gone in and bought that scratch card for yourself. You're dead right. Yeah. It's all a catch 22. Mm. But still in my head, it's all going on. Jesus. But wasn't there, weren't they kind of outed as like being, sc- being a scam or something? Like, has anyone ever won that car? Has anyone ever won more than a free card and two quid? Like, have they? If you get onto winning streak. You can win a pile of money with Marty and Sinead. Not this year because of social distancing. They can't do it because the crowd and the signs. The crowd and the signs on winning streak. I I love it. Just I haven't watched it in years. Oh Jesus, it's a great it's a great it's a great pre-drink television show. Well apparently, and that's why it's really popular. It's so good. Because it's kind of like weird, lame nostalgia, money mm-hmm. mate. I don't know. It's like a really poor man who wants to be a millionaire. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because they can't. Who wants to win a hamper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because in Ireland, you can't. You, there's no skill involved. It has to be chance because in Ireland, you can't have. It's against the rules for them to have a skill game involved in it. What? Yeah. It's against the rules with the lottery because of gambling. Ah, mm. but they, but you could have a quiz show. Like, who wants to be a millionaire wouldn't be against the law in Ireland. No, because it's not attached to the national lottery. Ah. Whereas the national lottery, it has to be, it has to be uh, in Ireland a game of chance. Whereas in the UK, you can have who dares wins. Yeah, love a bit of who dares wins as well. Love quiz shows. You're such a telly whore. I love it so much. Uh, Chris, say your nipples are antennas. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like going around trying to get channels all the time. Like it's insane. <laughs> I've taken anything done. It's very cold. I can get America at, this, at the moment. <laughs> Want to watch ABC I can or get NBC? Cable. <laughs> Do you find it stressful the whole Christmas shopping? No, I don't because I don't really do it. I'm not just saying that I really don't. Like I will go in on Christmas Eve, boom, boom, boom. I have a whole system set up in place. I got my aunt a diary. Me and my mum bring each other for dinner. I have my the kids. Like I box them off early. It's always Lega. Like it, there's a system in place. Okay. And like I'm going for dinner with three of my mates um, at the weekend and they're like, well, let's all get each other presents. And I was like, oh, great. So we're just all going to swap nail, nail polish and lipsticks. Fine. I'll get involved. But like that's everyone's just getting a lipstick. That's actually a really good one. Well, to be fair, getting someone, a, someone gave me a yeah. lipstick once. I was like, that's a great present. Lipsticks and nail polishes. Grant. Boom, boom, boom. Ladies. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. What's the boys version of that? They probably Links don't. Africa. <laughs> I would follow a man into the ocean if you wore a length after. I would walk off the side of the earth. Like, you'd want to see me walking past building sites. Like, I could not keep my shit together. You're just like, oh my God, the smell of want is huge. This is my Mecca. This is where I need to be a pilgrimage. Length after is the sexiest smell on the planet. Or else I, my palate just hasn't evolved with age, which is terrifying. Joanne. Yeah? Your palate hasn't evolved with age. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think it's pretty I love it like everything these days though feels mm. like it's present worthy sometimes when I go over to mate's house for a cup of tea I bring biscuits and I bring something for the kids it's like yeah. I have to bring Haribo and maybe I'll get them a magazine that comes with a toy yeah it's gone a bit insane that but it's not just kind of like arriving over with like something to say thanks for letting me in completely yeah but it never used to be that way what, what age does it happen that you're going I have to go to a shop to buy something even if it's just biscuits to go to someone's house because it was never like that I don't know I think it was like I think my mother would be all like she's you know all about the social etiquette and like they definitely they just re-gift fucking boxes of biscuits to each other all the time but like it is that thing you'd never arrive empty handed yeah. whereas we have probably more um, disposable income than they did so we're arriving with like 30 euro hydrangeas at, like do you know what I mean so it kind of has escalated mm-hmm. slightly like my mum does her Christmas golf dinner or whatever and like the prizes they win at the raffle like they're shite do you know what I mean it's all women in their 70s like they'd be watching their cash now because oh yeah yeah so like they're on it exactly so like they're swapping around fridge magnets fucking delighted with themselves (laughs) that's the truth because it's all they just want the 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 kind of experience of gifting and opening and all that shit whereas we have standards like your friend going fucking shower gel shower gel yeah whereas my mum be like shower gel (laughs) and I know exactly who I'm going to give that to next year yeah 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 yeah. you'll be getting that back next year with an inch gone out of the bottle I swear to god my mother gets caught all the time all the time re-gifting I do enjoy the organisation of a mother Mm. so my mother has she doesn't drink wine 
And what? If she, if she drinks, she drinks sherry. But if she drinks wine, sherry, she, it'll I know. And my God, can she drink sherry? But it'll be a tiny thimble full of wine and then sparkling water. That's what she does. Oh my God, I wish I was like that. I, like, I think that's why I love drinking so much because I can't believe people let me do it. It just seems like I can just go in and buy this like little drug in a glass and I can get high with my mum all day. Like, <laughs> magic. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, we'll solve alcohol another day. But with the, with the, the mothers, what I find amazing is that they have this stash of, for my mother, it's real shit wine that she's won at bridge tournaments. So that's all lined up along with the loads of poinsettias. What's a poinsettia? Oh, the cake, that weird no, cake. No, 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 the, 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 the Christmas flower, the red one. Yeah. Poinsettia? Yeah, it looks like a That young. She's got them all lined up in case anyone should call. Now this year, she's like, I'm saving a fortune. Sure, no one can call. <laughs> it's great. Because every other year she's like, I'll have it in there. You can see her ripping open presents that she's received because she's like, what are they doing calling? They're not meant to call, for God's sake. Ripping it up, just taking her name off, going, yeah. there you go. She has to open it a little bit to go, I'm not giving them the quality street. They can have the roses. You see, that's life experience. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She's been around the block. Mm. She knows the deal. Yeah. And she's polite. I, I will knock into your house with my arms hanging and I don't want any judgment from you. And that's the way it's going to be. That's the way it's going to be. We've discussed that shower gel, Joanne, could be a shitty Christmas present. Go it's on. not. Like, I mean, it's 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 not a fe- Like, okay, so, yeah, there's some of those generic presents that you're like, oh, grand. they're not going to, you know, they're not going to light up your life. It's mm. just it's just the, the process of handing you something that you can unwrap. You know what I mean? And then, like, fake this kind of orgasmic reaction. Yeah, and sometimes when you can't fake it, I think it was my first Christmas with a lover and uh, he gave me my Christmas present and I, I couldn't hide the disappointment. utter disappointment. Yeah. He was just, what? Do you like? I was like, it's lovely. It's lovely. The higher like, the voice. You hate it. Yeah, the higher the voice. Like, I'm so sorry. So now it's just, just tell me what you want. I'm not a bit like I, this is the truth, like for when, <laughs> with my ex-boyfriend because I was like, I couldn't, I, I just, it wasn't fine. I just gave him anal vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> Birthday Christmas, two anal vouchers. There you go. And he was like, it was like I got him a Ferrari. Were they specifically for your anus? I'm hoping they were. God, I didn't think. Well, yeah, Jesus, I hope so. I'm just saying, he didn't cash the last one in, actually, which is I'm very <laughs> suspicious about. Yeah, anal blowjobs, whatever. Might, he might have been sitting there going, well, she's not actually <laughs> put on the voucher who, whose anus it has to be. So this is a free pass. Yeah, knowing him, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> maybe don't give that as a Chris Crandall present to your family this May, year. Or maybe when you're giving anal vouchers, be specific that it's your anus. Yes, that's, that is. You know what lads are like, they'll take a liberty, <laughs> go down the local and just start buying it out. Hey, you gave me a voucher. You didn't specify <laughs> who it Loophole. was for. Some of the, there are some bad Christmas presents though, like people's faces who absolutely drop all the time. It's like, why did you bother doing that? I found, so I was Googling away here and I had a, I had a ball last night, a ball reading mm, these. Go on. So some of my faves, um, if this is a, bo- or a Bored Panda article. My sister got a bag of Kroger cheddar cheese for my aunt one year. When I was a kid, my grandma heavily favoured me over my little sister. One year, she bought me a cool set of Pokemon, which was my absolute favourite thing at the time. She bought my sister a weasel ball, i.e. a toy meant for cats. (laughs) (laughs) I lulled and lulled and lulled. A lot of like lingerie from granny, like, you know, a lot of like inappropriate shit. Granny's very passive aggressive. The, the, um, 
or no aunt was the one who gave the bag of cheese. Grannies can be very passive aggressive. What about this one? And this was on a forum as well. This wasn't my gift, but it was the most awkward situation ever. So a few years ago, my grandma had her legs amputated. Don't feel bad. Since then, her health has improved a ton. Brilliant. Anyway, last Christmas, my aunt bought her socks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I, I suppose that was your her child. Or maybe her she's socks. like, why shouldn't it's like, why shouldn't this woman have like maybe you wanted to buy her socks and like I don't want to not buy her socks just because she's got no legs. Yep. Maybe she. You know what I mean? She was like, why should you feel why left should she out? Be put, exactly. Of all this thing, it's Christmas. Presents lashing around the place. People queuing up to buy a lot of shit that we don't need. Yeah. But like, listen, it's nice to get some stuff. But just don't get me a jar of biscuits from TK Maxx. Don't <laughs> ever buy food in TK Maxx. Who, who the fuck is buying the food in TK Maxx? <laughs> like, who goes food shopping in TK Maxx? Everything is last season. The biscuits are last season. Like, stop it. The, the marshmallows, the, th- the marshmallows on the <laughs> stick, they're not going to go off. But at the same time, I know you've been in TK yeah. Maxx and it is the 24th of December and you've got what? Sheets. <laughs> sweets and likes pink food let's just get that I say when Chernobyl blew up the only thing that survived it was the marshmallows in TK Maxx (laughs) (laughs) just cockroaches and TK Maxx marshmallows crawling around the floor oh no I know what I'm getting Joanne for Christmas I'm going straight (laughs) into TK Maxx who's like oh I have to get a jam hold on I'll nip into TK Maxx (laughs) I just don't get it (laughs) but now, with, with, it's kind of spread normally. Like when we were younger, it was Christmas and birthdays. That was what you got presents for. Yeah. Simple as that. As you get older, everything changes. So you've got a housewarming present, an engagement present, mm. a wedding present. Yeah. A fucking baby shower present. Oh, Don't stop. get me started stop on baby lights. showers. Let's do a whole thing on baby showers one of the yeah. days. Let's have baby showers. <gasps> we need to. Birth present, a Christmas present, and then all the birthdays. Yeah. Now I realise Joanne and I are in a minority of women mm-hmm. who may never celebrate any of these things. Nothing. No like, milestones. When are we ever going to get a house? a single milestone. That's not what's going to happen. So some days I do look at people and see the euro sign over their head and be like, I have bought you so... I know. Like... Really, we should you... just be knocking around people's houses going, just give me cash. It's, it's like the Sex and City episode with Carrie. Yes, in the Manolo Blahnocks. In the Manolo Blahnocks, <laughs> where she goes around and they had, was it a baby or mm. and her shoes get robbed and she charges them for yeah. her wedding to herself. Celebrating herself. I thought it was genius. I know. Sitting there going, yeah, we're not going to go through an awful lot of these things. This is why when women get to our mother's age, they're re-gifting and recycling yes. shit. That's why they're doing it. Because they're like, they're just, it's a, to- it's a token. It's like, I'm not going to blow my pension on your new baby. Mm. You're getting a token. Yeah. You're getting a token, a token present. That's what we should just be handing out, tokens. Token for the baby, token for the baby, token for the baby. What I do with wedding presents as well, you're like, I get it, you're in love, but surely your love should be the present. I have to hand you a hundred quid for a fucking volivant. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I've travelled across <laughs> Ireland. I pay you a hundred quid and I get a bit of chocolate biscuit cake and a volivant. See, I've said... Is that a fair deal? It's a very expensive chicken breast. I have said, I've said all of these things, kind of, I've got, I've listed through the milestones of life. At the same time, I really don't mind giving those presents. I kind of enjoy it. And I've got no issue with the wedding present of going, you're a mate of mine. There's a couple of hundred quid. Yeah. Fair play to you. You've put on a great big part because I am hanging for a wedding right now. I am hanging to go to a wedding. Yeah. 
I so and I don't I don't resent it at all because I love her and I was delighted to go to her wedding. But one of my friends got married in Italy a couple of years ago and oh, I yeah. was completely smashed at the time. I just completely like swapped career, blah blah blah. And it cost me a fucking I had to borrow money from my boyfriend to go. Mm-hmm. So in that instance I'm like that kind of a, that, expecting a present in that situation. I do think is a bit rich. Now she didn't, that's not the point. But you do see sometimes people say, like people who have foreign weddings and then they also have a gift list. And you're like, calm down. I'm going to fly to Italy and celebrate with you. But like buy your own fucking toaster. Sorry, do I sound really angry? No, every foreign wedding I've gone to, they've never expected anything. And also I have heard of this gift registry, present registry, it's not Mm. gifts, it's presents kind of creeping into Irish weddings. They've been around a while. It actually really helped with a friend of mine because I always give money. I'm like, you're starting your life together. Here you go. This is for your mortgage. This is to pay for the wedding. Yeah. But then some people aren't starting their lives together because they've been together 15 years. They've got their house. And a mate of mine did kind of go, listen, lads, these are things that we like. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. We don't care. Really, I found it really handy. Yeah. And I was raging against it at the start. I was like, who do they think they are? What the hell do they think they're doing? And I went, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I'll get that. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like cheaper than what I would probably have given them money wise anyway. Yeah, I know. Because they weren't being greedy. I know. But then you're like, if you, and this is, it's nice to have a register like that. But sometimes people, we are at the stage now where I have friends with way more money than me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God, yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of had a reboot at 30. So I kind of had to start, I was starting my career, I started a completely different career at 30. Mm. So like, you know, Vogue and Spencer get married. What am I going to do? Give them a hundred quid, like in a card. What do you do? What do you do in those situations? Okay, I need to know, what did you do? I'm not <laughs> Nothing, joking. They're on the list. They're on the list. They're on the set. They'll they're get it within the, seven years. Yeah, they'll get the seven years. The, yeah. What the hell are you going to get those? What They've got do? loads of money. That's the thing. And I have another friends of mine, James and Brian, who got married. And again, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to get them? Like, I stayed with them when I first moved to London. I stayed with them for a couple of weekends. They travel a lot. So as a thank you, I stupidly got them what I thought was a lovely Frida Kahlo print from like a, Lon- a, mar- a market in London. And I was like, ta-da. And they were like, oh, thanks. Like they're, they've got like a Picasso in their toilet. Oh, like, so I was like there with my 30 quid print with the cheap ass frame that looks like it was made by a child in skill. You've got to get rid of all your rich friends. This is not good for your ego. I know. Job. So then they moved apartments recently they moved into this apartment in the middle of London City I'd say it cost about three million pounds <laughs> it's all done like Italian decor like it's everything is like exquisite like their interior design everything is exquisite oh. so I'm rocking around doing the tour drinking my whatever thousand pound fizzy shit and I was like here where's Frida <laughs> <laughs> and the panic in their face <laughs> Brian was like oh we've moved her into the office <laughs> and I was like yeah I'd say you have and I was like give it back to me like I'd love it do you know what I mean anyway so what you can't buy people like that anything that's it, why I'm friends with people like you I need poor people around me it's just the easiest way again you're just grateful TK Maxx <laughs> for, for, just for a sponge cake out of TK Maxx that'd be fantastic <laughs> but is it the sort of thing with presents at Christmas that you have to be legitimate and go we need to put a cap a money cap on it because some people lose the run of themselves I think there should be a money cap on the presents for kids. So like, as an unfertilised woman, that I now have all these children to buy for. But conveniently, and like, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. Well, I guess I'm saying it's wrong because I'm saying it. I don't get anything. 
back no so I'm now like spending money on all these kids yeah and then in return I could spend 150 200 quid yeah and I'll get like a bottle of wine a soap and you're like whoa 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 I don't know where's the you've you've got to play the long game as a fellow unfertilized woman mm. I am writing all this shit down going remember when I got you those runners Take care of me in my old age. Remember yeah. that, you know, when I'm in my dotage, I'm like, don't forget me because I don't have any kids of my own. But I, So I'm going to wrap these up. I'm going to have pictures of them all. Yeah. Going, Look at all this. Look at all this that you've had. Please just mind me. Make sure I don't break a hip. Call into me every once in a while. Thanks a million. Well, my aunt Joan, who's dead now, but she when she, she never had children, She but she was like this turbo feminist, which at the time I didn't really realise. I was like, it's so sad. Joan doesn't have any children. And I was like nine at the time. <laughs> and I felt so sorry for this woman, even though I was still like pissing myself. At, like, I, you know. How are we so indoctrinated at such a young age? It's her crazy. Name was, name, her name was literally like Auntie Joan. Never married, never had children. Joan never married, like, never had children. Joan jo never married, never had children. Do you want to drink? Like that was <laughs> that was how we all saw her. Yeah. But actually, she was like dripping in fox fur. I mean, you wouldn't get away with that now. And like had this really glamorous life and was just living off prawn cocktails and champagne. But like at the time, yeah, I was. Anyway, I remember my mom was always like, "Get Joan a present. She's no kids." So we all, like, I just gave her gloves every year. Gloves, <laughs> scarves, hats. But at the time, I, I guess now as an adult, an unfertilised adult, I get why that matters now. Because yes. otherwise she's been giving her whole life. She always got us presents as kids. So yeah, it's time to give back. Even if your mum is holding a gun to your head to make you do it. Just for, for all of the children who are listening to this podcast, where we've we're talked hu- about... We have a huge child audience, actually. Where we've talked about... Anal, <laughs> um, maybe... <laughs> Just get get your spinster and and bachelor, which is such a better word than spinster, by the way. Get them presents as mm. well. I I am with you. I'm with you on that one. Yes. With presents, are we ever going to solve them? No. It, they're just going to keep on proliferating. There's going to be name day celebrations. There's going to be oh my god, you got a bike. Let's celebrate that. It's just going to keep on going. Presents I know. for everything. Consumerism. My favorite thing, which I will give to you one year, is when people give framed photos of themselves. <laughs> that's not a thing that's ever <laughs> happened. That is not. What? It only has. What? Loads of people do it. Who does that? Loads of people. I'm not going to name them now, but like I I've seen it happen. Why would? Here's a photo of our here's a, we got family photos taken here's a, fa- a framed one for you to put on your mantelpiece so you can admire us as a family happy Christmas like 100%. if it's, if it's within the family like if it's my sister oh, has yeah. given photos to my mother yeah but I, like, yeah of course you're not going to get a Chris Kindle present of a stranger from work in a frame <laughs> yeah so you're talking about it within families they're like here you go look at us yes yeah. Even it, still, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's a bit. Maybe someday we'll let's not solve those creepy family portraits. Mm. I find them very creepy. Joanne McNally, have we solved presents? No, of course not. Of course we haven't. Welcome to our new section, the news cruise. <gasps> Guys, it's something we, new. Where we take a relaxed, cruisy, cruisy look at the news. The news or things that have happened in our life. Anything. If we're not prepared, we're calling it the news cruise. God only knows what it will end up being. Joanne, what do you got for me? So the thing that I've been... Well, I've been enjoying a couple of things in the news this week. One, which is my favourite. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this... Um, Christmas drive through event in Limerick. Did I watch? <laughs> My WhatsApp groups have been nothing uh, but the Christmas drive through in Limerick race course. Too funny. So basically, they were char- Limerick, this <laughs> company in Limerick <laughs> charged these cars 30. 30- 
eight euro, but you could have up to seven people in the car, which isn't legal anymore in most cars, by the way. But up to seven people. Yes, Joanne? She, so 38 quid to drive through and it's supposed to be this festive experience. There'd be Santa and elves. There's going to be magic and lights and you would just drive around, you know, to different kind of, what would you call them? You go around to different, rounds. different tents. There was tents. meant to be different tents set up. And you go around, there was going to be a grotto, there was going mm. to be an elf station, there was going to be a workshop. This is how it was all built. Yeah, now they did suggest, which was a, probably a red flag, that they were like, look, we can't give you presents because obviously Corona, but we suggest you bring your own presents, wrapping them, putting in the boot, and then we'll just like tap the boot and you can pretend to your kids that they were magically put in there. So like, return for your 38 quid. So far, not looking great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the whole thing was an absolute shit show. A farce. Um, they've all, everyone, everyone has been refunded, but like the feedback, the comments on it, like, I'm raging we didn't go. I'm absolutely bawling we didn't go. Here's a description. <laughs> one woman who attended the event and writing on her Facebook page described it as a farce. She claimed one of the elves had the kids say, let it snow three times, then fired sea salt over his head. <laughs> and waved us on our way. The next elf pointed us towards Santa, who was a young fellow about 17 with a felt beard hanging off his face. <laughs> he told the kids they were on the good list and waved us on our way. Another guest claimed Santa was now older than 18 <laughs> with an eyebrow beard and no belly. There was no light decoration or their Christmas tree, no Christmas tree to be seen along the way. Anyway, they've been said it was an absolute joke. Apparently the elves were smoking. Okay, listen to one comment. Yeah. This is from an Emma Milan. She said, I don't understand how a storm and COVID restrictions has anything to do with a drunk elf, a smoking snowman and an elf who swore openly in front of my kids. (laughs) It is too funny. Like the Limerick now, I'm not on Facebook. So I'm just getting my mates to screenshot everything. I have been having the best time the last couple of days. And then the, the organisers are like, please, please, please stop posting about the young actors. Like actors. <laughs> the young actors involved. It's causing great mental distress. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just absolute gold. <laughs> Say well done, Limerick. I am so proud, so proud of you. Like, I just love how much of a shit show it you funny. utterly made of it. <laughs> the, the sea salt was my favourite. Um, okay. Like, it's magic. <laughs> oh, it was so, so, so good. Of course, there's um, there's other big news. The day we're recording, Joanne, and mm. it's tomorrow for everyone who's listening or if you're listening any other time, God only knows. But it's Tuesday, the 8th of December, Farmer's Day out. And vaccines! Vaccines have been given out! Hold on, are you talking about the Farmer's Day out or the vaccine? I just said it was Farmer's Day out. Oh, sorry! Farmer's Day out. Gotcha. Sorry, as a Dublin person, I don't automatically make that association. But no, that's good. 8th so of it's December. Your, it's your little Christmas, is that it? It's my little Christmas. Yeah, where the country people come up and use the escalators in town. You did. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even get up and down in Brown Thomas. They can't get enough of them. You didn't even get me a present for my Christmas, Joanne. For your present. No, it's today, not when your your people go shopping. Yes. Yeah. Well, you could have gotten me something for it. I mean, the amount the amount of sugar plum lip balms that were bought in Boots on Farmer's Day out because we didn't have a Boots in Limerick. It was like oh, we all get to go to Boots and get lip balms. This is so exciting. But Farmer's Day out is the day it will go down. This one, 2020, go down. 
in history as the day that the vaccine started being given out to people by the thousands of people who already have it who were in the trial. But what's the crap? Like, so the big news story this morning was someone up the north got it and a man in the UK. What are they doing? Vaccine one, pe- one person a day. Like, this is going to take fucking years. So the first one this morning was Margaret Keenan. Mm. And this happened in Coventry. She's 90 years old. But what I loved on the, um, this was on Morning Ireland this morning. It said, um, Margaret Keenan, originally from Enniskillen. The Irish have to get their oar in there. It was like, she's from Enniskillen, lad. She's got nothing to do with England. They're giving it to the Irish first. It's totally grand. Don't mind the English. They've got nothing to do with this. And then the second person, the first man to get it, is a guy called William Shakespeare. Yeah. And Matt Hancock, the uh, British Health Secretary, was on Good Morning Britain this morning and he was talking about William Shakespeare and how fantastic it was and he means so much and he goes, it just makes you proud to be British. <laughs> What's happening? What? But What's they always happening? turn every, like, you know, they're like they're kind of like us, but we get away with it because we're like a smaller country and an underdog. So when we do it, it's kind of cute. When the UK do it, it's kind of arrogant, but they're very much about British, you know, British are the best. I loved what Julie J said. Uh, this was last week. Uh, the fabulous comedian Julie J. She was like, Irish people, yay, delighted there's a vaccine. Also Irish people, can the English take it first? <laughs> I, I honestly would have no qualm. Like, I would shoot it into my eyeballs. Like, get it in. Get, get it in. It right in. now, I'll put it, I'm ready to go. I, I am ready to go. There's but a girl I follow on Twitter news. did a very funny tweet at the weekend. She was like, put it in a vape. No, no, I'll ask you what's in it. Like, the amount <laughs> of shit people put in their bodies without questioning it. People chain smoking out in the street. They're like, don't fucking trust that vaccine. What are you doing? Emer McLeish said the author, the author this morning, she put up a tweet that was just so perfect. Me, a woman from Enniskillen got the first vaccine, ma'am. My mother. Who? One of the Fergusons, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> that is so brilliant. So congratulations to all of the vaccine people and we're hoping to have it here in Ireland. The latest, it's going to be approved by Europe is the 29th, so it will be rolled out in Ireland in January. Another news that another story that tickled me this week was Cardi B got in a load of shit because she did a tweet about wanting to buy an eighty-eight grand purse. Right? Did you see this? I didn't actually. No, missed past me. So she was like her usual. She was like, to be honest, I couldn't find a picture of the purse. I bet it's disgusting because I find with purses and bags, the more expensive, the more disgusting they are tassels and all because they have to justify the cost of it so there's like fucking diamonds hanging Ugh. do you know what I mean I always remember the one that Kanye got King Kardashian the Birkin that had a picture done by North on it and it was a outrageously expensive bag yeah, because disgusting. they had put their child's her, face in it she'd drawn she just she was a child she didn't know what her thumbs were so she just put blots on a piece of paper and it was transferred onto a Birkin bag and it was like 200 grand. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, my. Well, there's probably kids' DNA and, in all those bags anyway. Don't they make them? They... <laughs> don't the kids make the Birkins? They're tiny little hands. <laughs> Allegedly. Little... Alleged... We don't know. The stitching is so good. <laughs> um, so anyway, she did this tweet going, oh, guys, will I buy this purse? And of course, all hell broke loose because everyone's like, read the room. I'm like, I'm not being bad. Cardi B doesn't strike me as someone who's a big reader anyway. Why should she read the room? It's her money. Uh, actually, Cardi B has been pretty amazing on all. I really liked all of her election stuff. I was following her for that. I like her. She's so brazen. I, she's brilliant. But also, guys, she's a millionaire. She's got loads of money. She does stuff for charity. She doesn't have to put that up yeah. online going, well, I gave 100 grand to this today so I can go off and buy my purse. She's got 
money. Well, she did start doing that then because then she was like, hold she on a second. Stuff. Yeah, like here's me, you know, with a load of orphans. Here, she bought loads of stuff for like families in Nigeria, all this jazz. And she's like, no one cares about that stuff. No. And it's my money and it's not the government's money, it's my money. Anyway, it was considered in very bad taste. And then someone was tweeting her saying, I can't believe you're gaslighting poor people. Gaslighting. <laughs> Gaslighting for I don't know. Anyway, like, I mean, that makes no sense to me. But the thing I like about Cardi B is, and yeah, look, okay, Grant, no one really wants to see or hear about Cardi B buying an 88 grand purse, but she's well within her rights to talk about it and do it. It's that she's, I love her that she's so, like, brazen. She won't just go, oh, sorry, you're right. She's clapping back constantly going, yeah. I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And then eventually she's like, all right, Grant, I've apologised. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? She takes no bullshit. That's why I like Cardi. And I can't wait to see the picture of her and her bag. Do it. Can't wait to see it. I can't wait like, to see the purse. I'm going to like this. Guarantee it's disgusting. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah, it's going to be not good. And our final item on the news cruise, Joanne McNally. Breakdancing has become an official Olympic sport. Boom! Our time has come. <laughs> we can go. go to the Olympics. <laughs> Break. It's They're calling it breaking. And it's going to be in the Paris. So not what's, breaking. What's next so like hurdling. Hmm? So no, break, break dancing. Yeah, but they're calling it breaking. Breaking. So like hurdling, running. Yeah, exactly. Shot putting. Yeah. Right. And of course, there's obviously a backlash from the squash community. I was not expecting. Yeah. I was not expecting. What's up with the squash community? Yeah, sassy, sassy squash. So this woman called um, Michelle Squash, we'll call her. <laughs> <laughs> from squash squashy squash squash who is huge in squash um, is absolutely raging and she's right. like we've been trying to get squash into the Olympics fucking years <laughs> and now these bright dancers come up because they're just sexy and it's just giving the people what they want you're people pleasing you're like well yeah that's the point of the Olympics <laughs> no one gives a shit about squash Michelle stop trying to make squash happen <laughs> but I was like this is great this is really opened up because we can I could play the spoons in the Tokyo Olympics if I want it's spooning but it's I'm so, spooning for Ireland I really like what she said that the next thing you're just going to see squash players they're going to be wearing bikinis aren't they yeah, probably. as a way to get into the Olympics <laughs> I feel really bad oh and like, no I know oh, because like squash like you know they're like they're training and they they are an actual sport and breakdancing is also breakdancing is like gymnastics it for is. like normal people who get their period yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so regular women can be breakdancers <laughs> and still menstruate and that's on, the vibe on that note <laughs> this has been Let's Love Nothing I'm Marina Connell Joanne McNally you can find us on at Let's Love Nothing on Instagram and of course subscribe to the podcast I feel like something to say oh yeah I'm playing in Tullamore on Friday when's this going out it's going out great that's all the information I have right now <laughs> that was her plug yeah she's going something Tullamore something something she's going to come to Tullamore you'll find me in the main in the main street in Tullamore you'll hear her bye bye bye, bye.